Welcome to Lucky Boys Podcast. I'm Will. I'm Norm. Welcome to another episode. Man, it took me a while to get here. You know, it seems like everything is kind of getting back to normal. Traffic's been, you know. Is that me, so? Yeah, traffic took me an extra 15 minutes to get here. So that's about right. Traffic is like normalizing. So to me, it seems like everything is dun, dun, dun. going back to normal. And the city is going to phase two on Monday. On Monday. Yeah. New York City and a lot of places along with that. Yeah. What do you think? You think it's the cases are going to start spiking? I mean, you, you kind of hear the news. Um, California. Um, Florida. Arizona. Yeah. Those hot spots. Um, I mean, even California, they, they put a mandatory uh, policy to wear masks now. Correct. So, right. I don't know. It's, it's, <clears throat> I mean, it seems like everything is going back to normal. I mean, like, look, phase two in New York City, we're supposed to be able to dine outside. Uh, now, um, mm. barbershops are supposed to be opening, right? Uh, but the thing is, people have been eating outside <laughs> right. weeks, months, months ago. And drinking outside. <laughs> right, exactly. So I don't know what, what's changing. Well, they're, they're, I guess they're making it official. Officially, yeah, it's happening. Right? Yeah. So it, it's, I know there's a lot of people going out now, but keep in mind, that's not New York City in full force. Yeah. And uh, it's, I think we're okay. If you think it was packed before, it, I mean, you haven't seen anything yet. I mean. Oh, yeah. New York, gonna, City, New York City full force in the summertime, it's, it's chaos. <laughs> I don't want to say it's chaos, but, you know, it, it's, it's. But a it's going to be crazy with, you know, with people not eating inside. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it's kind of dope eating outside, being outdoors, and it's it almost feels like a block party. Right. Right? But I don't know if there's going to be restrictions for that, right? If you if you, if there are restrictions, like you can't congregate or you can't loiter in front of a, a, a building, then what's the point of eating outside, right? I don't, I don't think there'll be or? spacing issues and mm-hmm. restrictions because they're going into another phase of opening. Yeah. Right? And it's, and it's supposed to... Um, bring some normalcy yeah, yeah. back into the era. So I, I don't know. I, I It's just, it's one of those things where you kind of have to see it play out. Yeah. But I would have to imagine that cases will increase because of this. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I have, we haven't heard anything about cases increasing because of the protests. So we're we're still at that phase. That's what trips yeah, me that's out. Yeah, that's trippy, right? It's trippy. Isn't so, that weird? Yeah, it's weird. I haven't heard. That um, is so bizarre. I haven't heard anything it's about that. It's like some that. conspiracy. Oh man, if that's dum, the dum, case. Dum. But then but then the the protests are happening outdoors. Maybe that plays a role into the spread of it because, you know, people are still wearing masks during the protests. They're spaced out maybe. outdoors. You know? Or maybe it's a conspiracy. Dum dum dum. <laughs> Today's so, magic word. Wait, is- wait. So so let's 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 dive deep into this idea of conspiracy what do you think that the media is suppressing you know all right so some of the news so what i hear you know in, in the weird conspiracy realm mm-hmm. uh on one end you got yo we should not be opening and they are doing this because the conspiracy is like open businesses back up to stimulate the economy again to to put people back to work that's one end so they're saying there's a conspiracy that the virus isn't really as low as you think mm. right they're just fudging the numbers yeah uh to to make you believe that it's a lot better now so you can go back out 
yeah. from being shelter in place and try to resume with normal life. And, and, and there's an argue, argument for that because of what happened in Florida. Yeah. Now, if you remember what happened with the data. Trying to suppress uh, the, the full numbers coming out. And then you right. have the, the data scientist or the technician who came out right. and said, I modeled the damn thing. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I rebuilt the, the database and I rebuilt the model from scratch. So, right. you know, for, right. for people who were. So, so she was saying that you were underreporting. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's that conspiracy. We have the other realm that says this is really really like it's not that serious Mm -hmm. it's it's a plan to to try to um it's a conspiracy to try to ruin the economy because this is the only thing trump has to go on yeah so they're trying to to break down the economy so that trump doesn't win the election really so that was a, yeah, that's the other side of that's it. That's just, one of the things. You know, that, I was thinking, and then another one is kind of like population control, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. But I mean, I mean, I'm sure most of the people listening to us already kind of heard, yeah, uh, you know that. So we're just diving into other arenas of you know of when thought you, here. You know when you were saying that to 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 purposely uh, sabotage sabotage or, or or demolish the economy, and because this was going plan to go against the, the Trump administration, mm-hmm. I actually thought the other way when you were saying that. I, I thought he could come in as the savior to 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 kind of, all right, this is this is not, you know, these numbers are are fake. We're gonna we're gonna reopen the economy. So he comes in as a savior to those, you know, to he's his been saying that. Right? Actually Trump's it's kind of funny. He's been saying uh, he's been pointing out like, hey, these are conspiracies. He's been playing around with some right. conspiracies and pointing it out there on Twitter mm-hmm. and, and actually in some of his press conference kind of alluding to that mm-hmm. idea. Um, but no, I, I wouldn't think that he would he would try to um, create this so that it could help him. It hurts him. Mm. It, it certainly hurts him if the economy isn't doing well. And if yep. he looks as, as a savior... I don't know. I, I think right now the best case scenario is damage control because before he was riding high, man. Yeah. The, the the stock market all time high. Well, the stock market unemployment all time low. The stock market is still all time high. It's not an all time <laughs> high, but it's not as low as you would think right. compared to unemployment. Right. And with the economy, um, uh, with the U.S. officially entering into a recession in the last quarter, mm-hmm. so. It, the stock market doesn't seem to reflect our current environment. But to be fair, the stock market is based on future earnings, mm-hmm. projections yep. on how they'll do in the next quarter. Yeah. So to be fair, uh, maybe that's why there's a discrepancy in that because no one saw the virus coming. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm talking about like the masses. I mean, there are people pockets here and there, but in terms of, economic data and i mean we because because if we knew if we knew for certain this would have this type of impact uh the way it did with with unemployment and and shutting down and quarantine and all that jazz back in december january oh my gosh the stock market i think the dow would have been at fifteen thousand mm-hmm. yeah easily yeah easily everybody would have just sold everything yeah all their stocks and just completely put it away some people did some some like the officials the did. inside yeah the insiders, <laughs> insiders you know, so, and it's, well it's, it's, suppose air quotes air quotes the inside 
and trading. Because you know, the there's some up, senators being accused of inside trading. Yeah, and so the, I think the messed up thing was that they weren't they weren't charged or indicted for any wrongdoing. So well, because they were there were there wasn't absolute proof. Yeah. Right. I mean, if you knew, if you if you were to sell your stock, the timing like, is <laughs> the very sus. Suspect, man. Yeah, but I you mean, can't. You can't. I mean, you need more than that to indict someone. Mm-hmm, yeah. You yeah. need more than just a strong hunch, <laughs> especially if they're if they're sitting hunch. U.S. senator. It's yeah. not a good look. Yeah. Politically, but, 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 yeah, but it doesn't look good, upon, you know, from you know the constituents, and you know, f- f- if if I see like elected official and they they have some insider knowledge, and they. Tr- you know, and from what I've been seeing, you know, the Fed is manipulating the stock market. And this is a really a tale of two recessions, right? You know, 50% of the, uh, of the American economy, I mean, of Americans own um, stocks, while the other 50% don't. So it's like a tale of two, two worlds. Wait, so who owns the other 50%? Well, 50% of Americans. Just general. Oh, like, oh I thought I'm you saying. were doing a breakdown of the yeah. stock. Okay, I was yeah. like, okay, so 50% of Americans Own invest stock. in the stock market invest and the, the other 50% yeah. don't have any skin in the game. Yeah, they don't have skin in the game. So it's really a tale of two two economies, two two recessions. So some people will feel the impact a lot more while people who are invested in in stocks, you know, they, they're riding high for now. And then they, they have some time to, okay, tell themselves that oh it's time to sell out so i'll, I'll recoup you know I'll, I'll i'll gain i'll gain some profits and i'll, I'll go back to the stock market when it's when it's the you know the actual crash well i think the key thing is to not panic right i think a lot of the times we tend to overreact or underreact and and it's hard because when you're dealing with money it's much much better almost 100 percent of the time to be logical and we can't help to be so emotionally invested to our finances. And because of that, when we make any decisions surrounding our capital mm-hmm. and where to put it, 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 it becomes a, a, a very emotional for us. Ah, should I? Should I not? Oh, my gosh. What if it goes up? What if it goes down? What if this happens? What if that happens? And the key thing, if, you, if you're a long-term investor, you have to look at it. If you think the U.S. economy in the long term is going to go up, then certainly ride it out. Yeah. You know, don't worry about the ups and downs. Just worry about the end game, mm-hmm. right? When you get to the, to the destination of when you feel like you need that money and you want to retire. But for the day traders, for the people that are, you know, jumping in and out, outsmarting the market, or to think they can outsmart the markets, that's that's a different game. Yeah. That's yeah. a different game. And you know what? Not even if you're long term, it's hard, man. Like, you it's, know, it's, it's you hard put to in, watch that, that dollar. Yeah. Those dollars. Now my dollar's in. worth what? 75 cents now? What is it worth what? 60 cents now? 50 cents? Like, oh my gosh, I, yeah. sh- I knew I shouldn't have bought it. Yeah. Meanwhile, the other way, oh, my dollar could have been worth a dollar fifty. It could have been worth what two dollars? Oh, oh! Yeah. The fear of missing yeah. out. Yeah. So, what do you think is gonna happen when things open back up? You think it's gonna open back up only to close right back down? If they see, that's the thing. Like from what I've been hearing, if they do close back down, some businesses, you know, will not survive that. You know, uh, closing up again. So, I think they have to really think about how to approach it if there's a second wave. Right. I think 
it's inevitable to get a second wave. Mm-hmm. And I don't find it too scary now, mm-hmm. right? Because you're seeing a lot of people and they share the same sentiment. And there, there were a ton of protesters not wearing masks. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about it being uh, maybe because it was sunny and it's warm out. From what I saw on, like, I don't know. It could be the, the, the media, but then from the, the videos that I've seen and the pictures, people are going to the beach they're congregating. Most of them are young people. Mm-hmm. They're they they really don't care. You know, they don't abide by uh, you know. I went to the social beach. Distancing. I yeah. went to the Jersey Shore. Yeah. But but were you were you like keeping your distance? Nobody was wearing masks. <laughs> Nobody was keeping their distance. Wow. Well, there was there was a sense of that in the back of your head, right, everyone. Right. But at the same time, it was just people are living in a moment. Hmm. And even if you were wearing a mask or keeping a distance. I'm not sure if it would have helped because the wind. It's not like you're at the beach and there's no wind. Yeah, I mean it's it's windy there. Mm-hmm. I mean it's a nice breeze, but if someone sneezes, it's gonna carry. And mm-hmm. if you're wearing a mask, it can carry from the side because it's not completely sealed. A lot yeah. of people that I see, you know, they wear those, you know, masks, and there's gaps on the on the top, on the sides. Right. There's a lot of space where you can see. Yeah. And most of the time, people only wear it and they cover their mouth. <laughs> oh, so they leave the nose open. A lot of people yeah. do that. And I get it. Yeah. I know people that absolutely hates wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They hate, I'm one of them. Yeah. I'm one of them. But I do wear it, right? Mm-hmm. But um, I don't enjoy it. Gets, it. it gets uncomfortable. It especially is. in this type of weather when it's like hot, humid. Right. And, and no one's going to wear a mask to the beach. Yeah. So when I was there, they were thousands of people mm-hmm. at the jersey shore and nobody was married maybe i saw like two people yeah the entire time i was there wear a mask wow two people and when wow. they stepped foot on the beach itself that was on a boardwalk yeah but when, when they stepped foot inside the beach yeah not one mask oh wow and there was you know a lot of wind blowing like there's so much wind like you're sitting there if i were to throw sand in the air it's easily gonna if the wind's blowing your way right right I throw sand in the air. It's gonna carry sand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're gonna you're gonna be like, "Will, what the hell?" Yeah. So imagine if I just said, "Hush you." Mm. Yeah. It's, or it's, not even "hush you." If I was just like talking, like the way I am now, yeah, we're having this, a conversation. And the, and the saliva, the the, the particles, particulates, just yeah, kind of makes its way they're over floating. to you. They're floating yeah. and they're just like looking for their next victim. <laughs> so, uh, here's here's what. I mean, and and look, if that's the case, if it was that contagious, mm-hmm. everybody at the beaches would be in a hospital. And and here's what I don't understand. This is why so many people are is, is confused, right? You know, you got you got on one end, you got people just staying home, so they don't see it. All they believe is everything that they see and read on the news, right? Then you got people that's actually out there with no mask, mm-hmm. yep. like the people at the beach, a lot of these yep. young folks, and. I go and talk to, I spoke to Dr. D- uh, Dave Lee, who we had on this podcast, and my friends who are nurses and doctors as well. And they're saying, no, oh, hospitals is, the curve is flattened. It's pretty normal. If anything, people are like afraid to go to the hospital mm-hmm. for every little thing yeah. because they don't want to catch it. Right. And they'd rather just stay home. But for the most part, they haven't had, like, some, they haven't been overwhelmed recently with, any COVID cases. So you think about the protests, you think about in New York city in particular, I'm not speaking for the rest of the country, um, but New York city in particular or New Jersey, you just see beaches packed, mm-hmm. uh, restaurants, outdoors, bars, packed. 
I mean, it, is, it looks like a block party. People are shoulder yeah, yeah, to yeah, shoulder. Yeah. So if it was that hardcore, and I'm not saying that it's not, I'm saying what the news is saying, that this is extremely deadly and contagious. And if it's at that level, shouldn't we have a ton of people in the hospitals right now? What happened? Did mm-hmm. we get immunity? Yeah. Or is this something with the warm weather? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm I like, well, what's the answer here yeah they don't have the answer that's, that's I, what i'm saying it's yeah. like bizarre it's sort of like a waiting game right and it's antip- anticipation of what we expect to happen and what is not happening and you know so i i get i get that you know i get that sense of, of fomo too where you know these people are out here you know i should be out here too just enjoying the weather and, and just chilling hanging out but i think what is also a contributor to that is that people are just fatigued. Mm. They got quarantine fatigue, man. They're just yeah. tired of this shit. Yeah. They're yeah. saying, fuck it, I had enough, man. It's nice out, sunny. I'm, I'm my, for my mental health now, I need right. to be outside. Yeah. yeah. I need to be outside. And, and, and people are just saying, screw that, man. But I'm, I'm just confused. I'm saying there's so many people outside. <laughs> there's so many people. And it, it is just, it amazes me that they're not not wearing a mask. Yep. By the way, and yep. very close to each other. Yeah. And how are the hospitals not packed? Yeah, we're not saying like you know, you know, people shouldn't be outside. Like I, I I'm, I'm taking no, that, I'm, I'm getting that from you. Like, I'm going. People are. You know, I'm thinking. Should be outside. I'm not saying either. I'm mm. just. I'm just going with the news is saying. Yep. About what we know about COVID so far, that is highly contagious and it's deadly. Yep. And it's brutal to have. Mm. And and then I'm going, I'm using my eyes and I'm going, wow, that's a lot of people clustered together. Right. That's reality you're seeing. So I'm going, what in the world? How come everyone's healthy? They look great. <laughs> you know, everyone looks energetic. They don't look sick. Yeah. I mean, if I have a flu, I'm not coming out. I feel like crap. I stay home. Right. So yeah. there's so many people out there looking strong, feeling strong, protesting. Yeah. So you got protesters, you got people that's going out hanging out together in yeah. close proximity because you can't be inside. So they're all outside together. And I'm telling parts of New York, like <clears throat> area where there's a lot of bars and restaurants, it, that entire street, it's just people standing and congregating there. Not yeah. even cars passing. And by. we're talking about New York streets. Like even avenues are not that, you know, wide. Right. right. So they're close, you know, they're very narrow. People, people have to, you know, people almost have to kind of like just sidestep to get out of the way right. but and i'm not, I'm not downplaying this at all <clears throat> i'm actually extremely concerned uh about how this will show up when it does show up again mm. that's what i'm concerned about what if what if covid and it will evolve mm-hmm. it will like just like any other virus it's just it's just the way it progresses that's nature like they're gonna find uh, well the virus will find a way to adapt to the so new what happens when it does wow that's that's like we're gonna a, get like a second wave movie, there's man. no doubt yeah <clears throat> then we're gonna get a second wave and when i say second wave i'm acting like the first wave was ever over but yeah I'm that's, talking about that's s- what they're saying they're, the uh, first wave is not even over yet <laughs> i'm talking about second wave as in like another sharp spike mm. where hospitals could be yeah well the thing is now they have the opportunity to to rectify what they 
you know, didn't get to do the first time, right? So we have this this low impact right now. The hospitals, you know, should prep for a second wave. So is that what they're doing? But he, here's my know. concern. Like, if I'm, let's say, I'm a, I'm looking at this and I'm going, hold on. Let's say this strain, people are getting immune to it, or we're learning how to deal with it, and maybe it's the summertime, and maybe the vitamin D things actually does work, and UV light is, you know, kills off the virus, and mm-hmm. it doesn't do too well in the sun. Mm-hmm. Let's say all that is true. It's going to give people a false sense of security. Mm-hmm. When flu season hits, holy shit. Yeah. We're in for a doozy. And they have to contest with another, a different virus, a flu virus, in addition to the coronavirus, well, right. you know, the COVID-19. Right. So, man, it's like a double whammy, you know? Right. But hopefully, we're prepping for that. But you can't prep for it. We haven't even, you can't. The only way to prep for it, like realistically, mm-hmm. is to quarantine. Mm. There's no other way you can prep. I mean, I mean, yes, you, I mean, you get your food and your home and your stock and you do all that stuff again. You do that whole dance again and hoarding toilet paper or whatever. Yeah. You know, but how do you prep for it? No, yeah, I, I, what I mean is like the city, I, I hope. How do cities prep for it? You, the only way to really stop this, <clears throat> in the meantime, while everyone's working on a vaccine, you really got to lock yourself up. No man, and everyone has to, this is something that everyone has to do, right? But that's that's been that's <clears throat> been the that's been the solution or or the advice solution for the past mm-hmm. three four months. Yeah, but it wasn't like a true lockdown. Mm-hmm. I'm or talking like, about, about a true lockdown, like some China like, shit, like Italy, China, Italy, China. Yeah, like where they where they said, all right, they close the fucking gates. We're, we're gonna close everything up, and we're yeah. gonna lock this shit for four to six weeks oh man and suck this shit up it's gonna suck it's gonna blow big hairy balls yeah but when you guys come out we're all gonna be healthy and it's all gonna be good better for it yeah that's but then but then you're looking at a place like new york or america i mean let's say we do that here and someone over there doesn't do it in another country i mean the way i see it we really want to get rid of it the whole world just goes Yo, why don't we just... It sounds absolutely crazy. Yeah. But if the whole world just quarantines themselves, the well, all the countries that are impacted, mm-hmm. if they just quarantine themselves for the yeah. next six weeks, I think well, we, won't, we shouldn't see this virus again. Yeah. Ideally. But the thing is, like, even if the U.S. were to lock down, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking, like, other, like you said, like, other, you know, in Brazil, they're having a huge spike. Yeah. Like, other countries are having yeah. this huge spike. So, and Brazil's uh, warm, too, right, right now? Yeah. So, ba- so yeah, it's near the equator. Uh, so, basically, you just you just have to, if, even if the U.S. locks down, and then, you, okay, w- once once the U.S. is like, oh, I eradicated, you know, the, the virus and reopened, then you still, you have to close borders from different countries, from from people for people who come come over, you know. Well, Canada did that. <laughs> Can- Canada turned away almost all of the <clears throat> tourists. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think eighty seven percent or eighty nine, something like that, was was from U.S. Mm. Yeah, trying to go into Canada for shopping and non essential. Yeah, my coworker was like trapped there. Well, she she initially oh, trapped she, in Canada. Yeah, she initially escaped. Like she's from New York, and she went over to Canada. And she decided she's been there for three, four months. 
Well played. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if she was kept there or she just decided not no, to she come could, back. She could come back down. Yeah. U.S. didn't didn't stop people from coming in from Canada. Mm, I think okay. it was the other way around. Canada yeah. was like, no. No us. U.S. Yeah. She 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 got you know she got out of, you know out of the the city just in time. I don't know if unless they have a rural place in Canada. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's much different. Mm. No, yeah, yeah. There's there's different. If you go to a major city. Yeah, no, I know that, but yeah. I'm talking about if you go to a major city. If you leave New York City to go to like Toronto, I don't right. know how different it would be, except that it would be a lot colder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're still in a major city, and that's saturated with. No, yeah, she 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 was away from the city, so she okay. she was in there like any dense, uh, you know, dense population. So she she had a little, uh, she was in the burbs. And you, you know, know, you know what that said. Speaking of like cities, New York City in particular, everyone's getting the fuck out of here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know people that's actually that's actually left, specifically New York City in droves. Yeah. I have so many people that I know that's not here anymore. And I didn't even know until I saw them on Instagram and, and Facebook. I'm like, whoa, this, this motherfucker moved there? Is it, are they, are they right. moving? Are they going to Smaller other states? Smaller towns, yeah, other states. Right, okay. Not, they're not going to other countries that I know of, uh, but definitely smaller states mm-hmm. where the cost of living is lower, more affordable. And you know, I spoke to one of them and, and he told me, he's like, Will, I can't believe I didn't do this earlier. He moved months ago. And I was like, why? He said, I was like, dude, New York is the shit, no? And yep. he said, I thought it was, man. I always had this fear of missing out. Like if I leave New York, I would be missing out on everything and everyone will be getting ahead of me. Mm-hmm. And he goes, once I got out that mentality and I'm here now, I, I can't believe I haven't done it years ago. I wasted years of my life in New York City. This is pre-COVID? He, he left pre-COVID? No, 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 no. I think during, mm-hmm. I think during the winter time i don't know exactly when maybe february march it was mm-hmm. cold yeah but i spoke to him recently and he said man like he he moved to florida somewhere warm and he was just like i can't believe i didn't do this earlier i mm-hmm. love it here mm-hmm. he, he was like people are nicer things are calmer mm-hmm. it's less competitive so he feels because he's from new york he's, he has an edge oh yeah easily yep. he says because he his mind moves at a faster pace he has his work ethic he hasn't been um fully assimilated to their uh relaxed vibe yet and he Mm -hmm. said so their normal is him being lazy Mm. you know like he says yeah it sucks when i go to starbucks and it takes like five times to take you know yeah long for anything like fast food food, isn't fast food (laughs) right right You know, whereas in New York, if it's, if, I mean, but New York, the lines are so damn long, you're still waiting this probably the same amount of time, if not longer, mm. just to get your cup of coffee. Yeah. And then you have less people there. So, you know. Yeah. And he's telling me, man, this, and he says everything's cheap mm-hmm. compared to New York City, oh, obviously. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. And he says his dollar goes so much further and his job was able to relocate him and not reduce his pay while moving to a minor city. Oh, wow. Coming from amazing. a major city. Yeah. So. He's he's loving it, man. He's like, I will never come back. And, it, and he goes, I cannot believe I didn't do this sooner. Mm. And it really did make me think, man. Yeah. I was just like, whoa. Yeah. Well, and then I said, nah, hold on. I love New York City. Like, I love, I'm born and raised here, man. It's just, the city's everything to me. Because all the different things that it has. But I don't, honestly, though, I could see myself moving to a, a smaller town. Mm-hmm. 
just not now. But you you had opportunities, or you had a you had experience in a smaller town when you were younger. I did. I so did. man, you I have, loved it. Yeah, you had that experience. But right now, you know, with a career, with a family, you know, do you see yourself being able to create a life that's you know not surrounded by friends or family close to you? Um, maybe your job it will be different those are things you know? that you think about right yeah you weigh all of that in but the truth is i've i've thought about it and there isn't much really keeping me here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. tell you the truth is like there's except for just familiarity yeah i mean it's my family is my family you know i can always visit them and and my friends as well because um because of social media and technology the world has become so much smaller yeah so it's much easier to communicate and my friends as you get older the truth is you don't see your friends as much Mm -hmm. you really don't if unless you do business with your friends or you have something that ties you guys together where you both have a common goal whereas when you were friends you were just kicking it because that was your boy. You guys, you know, it's all good. Yeah, you spend your free time, and right? You your free but time as you get friends. older, you guys go in different directions. Your time becomes more limited, and you put it into things that actually matter to build yourself up and your family. Mm-hmm. Your priorities change. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not number one, two, three, whatever they are in your life anymore. Um, however, you still got love for them, and you, and you still care for them, but you know that they're not going to take care of you for the rest of your life. That's something you need to do. You need to build your own path. Mm-hmm. Um, so that said, you know, I, I, I learned that a little later than I would like to admit. So that said, I mean, even now with technology and everything that's going on, like because of that, I don't even see my friends as often as I would like or as much as I used to, whereas we used to see each other every freaking day. Yeah. And um, now it's like, we don't even, we haven't even seen each other in almost because of COVID though too. I mean, almost a year. Not even like video chatting or anything like that. You know, using technology to communicate or video chat. Yeah. I mean, I do that with, with clients at work, you know, Mm -hmm. if they want to, that's all good. But when my friends, like you guys invited me to a video chat, I just, I didn't really give a shit about it. Yeah. I, this guy uh, missed out on my birthday video chat, guys. So. That was actually a good reason. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I, yeah, you yeah. you were out with your family, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah I, got, yeah, I got that. But besides <laughs> that, I mean, if it was like, like for birthday chat, obviously, mm-hmm. I would show up, right? But if it's like everything, anything like, hey, let's drink on the chat, I, I would just, happy hour on the I'd rather chat. Drink, like, I don't, I'd rather drink in person. <laughs> yeah, no, and hey, more power to people that do that, but yeah. I think it was cool the first time around. Mm. And it's like been there, done that. Now it's like second time, third time. It's like, all right, it gets a little awkward. Yeah, it, it gets, gets old. a little strange. Yeah. It gets old quick. So I don't know, man. I, I, I would, I think given the right circumstances, I would go. The mm. number one thing, obviously, is just to make sure that the quality of living is an improvement. Yeah. And and that's that's really it. But I'm not afraid to leave. I'm not afraid to leave. Actually, I'm looking for reasons, like a legit reason to give me enough of a booster pack behind my back mm-hmm. and take off to somewhere else. What would those reasons be? Like, for me, I would think it, it has to be the right opportunity. Like, you know, a job, you know, uh, a career has to be settled. A job has to be settled. And yeah, like, I agree with you. Nothing really is ho- holding me back. I mean, like, you know, I can, I can move in an instant. But now I have to think, like, what would my girlfriend think like what's her you know how you know how what her what is her plan with me 
am I playing with her? You know, are we going to start family? Is it going to be here or is it going to be, or could it be anywhere? You know? Yeah. That's important shit to weigh, man. Yeah. Uh, for me though, it's not, I wouldn't be moving for opportunity because I have that here. Mm-hmm. I created a space where I have opportunity to pretty much excel in the areas that I would need to, to make a living in New York city. Right. right. So I'm pretty comfortable here, actually. Like, I have nothing, like, I don't feel like the way other people do that has left New York City. Like, I have, I don't, I don't feel that way at all. Um, however, I, I, I do wonder, like, would, would there be an improvement? Is the grass greener on the other side? That's, right. it's a curiosity that makes me go, all right, because when I left New York when I was a kid to, to move down south, I was afraid and I thought it would have sucked. And it was the opposite, man. People were so friendly. I had strangers walking up to me saying hi. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, growing in New York, we didn't have that. <laughs> no one's nice. I thought people were like, why are you smiling and saying hi? Yeah. And, uh, you know, that Southern hospitality really got to me, yeah. man. And I made friends with all these white boys, three blonde kids named Billy. Mm-hmm. And the three Billies. Yeah, man. And they were, they were like fucking awesome. They're mm-hmm. crazy as fuck, but... Yeah. Uh, you know, they're fucking awesome. I mean, these kids knew their way around the woods and freaking poisonous snakes. It's like hanging out with like three Steve Irwins, you know, like they were crazy, man. Just grabbing wild snakes. I was like, hell no, man. Like I'm a city boy. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't used to it. I didn't, you know, I was like, man, I need some concrete, man. What is all this dirt and leaves and mosquitoes, man? I'm not, but they were cool, man. It was, it was so much fun. And I think it's important to, Give yourself these new experiences. And I haven't had that in a long, long time in regards to a change of scenery. Mm. Probably the last time since we were in college. Yeah. You know, and, and when we were in college, that was also a change of scenery. Uh, and it was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome, man. And I, I wouldn't mind having that, but it's a really big move to uproot myself because I got my roots so deep here. Yeah. You're but not- it's not because of other people keeping me here it's really myself but also it's not you solo i mean it would probably be easier if you're you're just yourself if you were to kind of uproot everything and then and then start oh my gosh if it was myself i'd be going to the other side of the world i'd be country hopping yeah oh wow oh my gosh if i was if i was single yeah I would be country hopping doing this podcast. I was like, hey, guys, I'm in Mexico today. I'm, I'm in, in Poland. I'm, Bali. I'm in New Zealand. Bali. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm in this weird country I can't even pronounce, you know. It's uh, hell yeah. I'll be I'm country. about to go diving with the sharks, but I, I just wanted to, uh, you know, have a conversation, you know, do a podcast before I head out. <laughs> yeah, I would just I would literally close my eyes and go, where to next? Bam. Mm. That's where I'm going. And and I'm willing to do that while being Asian. Mm. Like. I don't, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Like I would, cause you know, if you remember like before I was, you know, before I became a dad, I was really, that's a little different. <laughs> you were, um, a spirited, uh, traveler, vagabond, you know? Uh, yeah. Just about that. You Bonjour. know, even the way I drive has changed. Oh, wow. Yeah. Not as so, aggressive, right? It was, it was pretty aggressive. Well, yeah. Now yeah. it's not. It wasn't aggressive. reckless. There's a difference between. Yeah. Being a spirited driver and and a reckless driver, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. I certainly wasn't reckless. Well, I'm sure you you found a way to kind of, kind of have a blend of both both uh, both sides of will. A little bit, yeah, yeah. merge the two, but it leans more to be I'm more conservative and responsible now. Mm-hmm. 
with a lot of the decisions I made. But yeah, you know, you mix the both. I don't know, but here's the thing. New York City real estate, man, it's, it's going to take a hit in these major cities. And uh, I mean, the people I spoke to, uh, some some people that are wealthy, some people that are uh, on the other end of the spectrum, and they share the same sentiment, man. Mm. Real estate's going down, not only because people are moving out, but also because the crime has gone up. Mm. If you look at Soho, it is destroyed. I was yeah, I was the, down the. Did down you the block, see Broadway. East Village? Yeah. Soho, holy! Cr- I mean, that that's our hood. Yeah. It is absolutely like destroyed. It, it looks like look, yeah, it definitely doesn't look the same. <laughs> it looks like Florida. It looks like everyone's prepping for a hurricane. Yeah, yeah. Everything's boarded up. Uh, yeah. Wooden planks. Um, I remember when I was living down in Florida. Everything. That's when we were when we we're prepping for Hurricane Andrew. Mm-hmm. That was. I was just like, holy crap! Yeah. This looks like florida man like we're prepping for a hurricane everything's boarded up shards of glass on the floor except the difference is what gives it that new york vibe the graffiti everywhere Mm -hmm. spray paint yeah because graffiti went away in new york yep yep and and uh, i I, when i say went away dramatically i remember like whereas when we were kids there was graffiti all over you couldn't even see the color of the train anymore exactly you didn't even see the silver Right. You saw every other bridges color were all tagged yeah. up bridges buildings i mean you name it billboard yeah. signs everything yeah. everything man um every, anything that's hard for you to paint over anything that's easy for you to visually look at yeah uh that was all it was all graffitied up man trucks vans you know the crazy uh, you know part now you know we see that uh, this is celebrated. Like even like graffiti art is celebrated mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think I think actually I miss that kind of like I love the the trains being clean and everything, but I also miss that part where graffiti art was you know flourishing at at that time. And now it's in a different style. Now it's, it's tell that to the building owners. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that. The now, people getting their stuff, yeah. you know, graffiti and all. But right now I'm seeing, and it's graffiti not even nice graffiti museums. right now. Yeah, it's just motherfuckers with spray cans spraying shit yeah yeah it's not it looks ugly before like i hung out with graffiti artists as a kid mm-hmm. and they would teach me how to write my b's mm. my c's my my whole alphabets yeah. like there's a certain style right and and penmanship technique there's technique to everything it. especially with what kind of caps i use for the sp- for the spray i mean i learned all of that as a kid yeah and wow cool. yeah so uh which ones which how far away you should spray like you would think like what people from the hood teaching you how to properly paint something spray mm. paint and how far away and what kind of cap and what kind of colors is good to mix and i was just like holy cap or which places are best and what surface and what time and where mm-hmm. like they knew everything it was extremely strategic yeah and and uh, you can do it so fast and stencils i mean it was really did they i mean was it usually sketched out in a notepad before it was put on canvas well you would but that's what you would do as a graffiti artist Mm -hmm. you would constantly um have it in your mind that's the way it would seem like if you know how you doodle when you're a kid and you're bored in class and you're you're kind of waiting you have a pen and paper and you so that's what you know you would always doodle you know your graffiti your tag name or or um certain art that you would do in the in the street graffiti style so your notebooks would be full of that you have like a book full of that stuff and and yeah that stuff is beautiful and there's parts of new york city that that has that right now yeah or or 
or Queens or Brooklyn and you go to it, I mean, a lot of people take photos of it. Yeah. yeah. And, and, or they pose next to it because it's beautiful. It is art. It is. It yeah. Is. But the graffiti I'm talking about right now, yeah. it is disgust. It is whack. People yeah. would piss poor handwriting they don't even know they penmanship some, everything you know, the style sucks mm-hmm. everything and they just graffitiing yeah you know whatever they fuck they want they're just drawing stupid shit yeah they're just damaging property they, no i i was stupid. i was i was in soho but i, I that's I not think, new york man that's yeah. not new york it's some motherfucker with a spray can yeah i, I mean I, I saw that plus i also saw some beautiful beautiful artwork murals that were put up but they're even doing the cheap graffiti over the good graffiti yeah 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 that's what I'm talking. That's yeah. not New York. No, people didn't do that, man. Yeah. And you saw some... You if know, they did buff over someone's shit because they didn't like them, they had beef with them, but they put something dope up. Yeah, yeah. I've seen murals and then I see like the graffiti. Yeah, but that's because they were the beefing murals. and they put in some dope shit. So yeah. that was... But to disrespect and just put some... And these people aren't graffiti artists. They're just there trying to... Yeah, they're scribbling. Yeah, they're being dicks. You know, New York City is a beautiful place. And I, I, I you know, I really... You know, I'm... A, I'm really proud that, you know, we have the protests and we have the right to, you know, voice out our, our opinions and everything. Protests, not the looting. Yeah, not the looting. And, and That's that, a disgrace. Yeah. And the expressions that are being, you know, being held here, you know, it just sucks that, you know, there is the bad, you know, with the good. Mm-hmm. Now, here's also a concern. Crime is up mm-hmm. big time, big time in New York City. I mean, I've, I've read on the paper, I mean, shootings, people just got shot, killed. Um, all, and it's rampant. It's rampant, and you know, people. Are, one of my neighbors told me uh, they were in the city, work as the phases reopen, and someone pulled up with a box cutter, trying to rob him, and yeah. he just ran the opposite way. Oh, wow. that's a good thing he could run fast. Damn. So random people, and then you see um, random attacks, racist attacks. You know, young healthy men attacking ninety something year olds, ninety two mm. year olds, eighty yeah. year olds. You know, just knocking them the fuck out. And it's like, what's going on? And there's crime that's going unpunished. Mm-hmm. Unpunished now. Are are the police hands are tied? Are they overwhelmed? Or mm-hmm. are they just going, you know what? Maybe they're forming some, this is their... Dissent. Like, um, you know, screw or, this. Or silent protests of their own. Mm. Going, oh, you want to, okay. You, you, you want to defund me? You want to yep. do this? You want to do that? Well, this is a little, here's a little taste. That's a that's you a little criminalize scary. That's, me. that's very scary. That's very scary. It's frightening, man. Um, it's frightening, and you know what? The neighborhoods that are gonna get punished the most are are the low income areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to not the rich. The rich areas, you know, they're going to they're going to be just fine mm-hmm. in terms of police presence. Yeah, but the low income areas, you think the police are gonna go? Oh, I'm gonna risk my life there. I'm gonna risk my career. And, and take this look at the Atlanta police, right? Though he was shot at the Wendy's, yeah, right? He got pulled over for uh, someone called the police on him for being uh, asleep in his car, yeah. Uh, apparently, he had a couple too much to drink. He drank, he was very compliant, very nice until the cops decided to arrest him, yeah. And he made a run for it, he he kind of wrestled his way out, kind of just squiggled his way out. Did a beeline out, yep. grab one of the tasers, shot back. I mean, from where empty. But from what I heard, he actually assaulted the police officer. And right, right. Him so or, he, or tried to hit him. Well, because he wanted to break free. Right, they yeah. were trying to grab him, so he had to get physical. Yeah. So yeah, they got they got into a tussle. Yeah. And then he 
after you know he saw an opportunity to escape he did mm-hmm. so he ran it was on some real cops and robbers you know when you played as a game yeah so they had, they thought they had him and he just went whoop he just he just was making a run for it um and then i believe he grabbed one of the tasers yeah he grabbed the t- uh, right the tasers, and he yeah. tried to shoot back mm-hmm. reportedly and it was i guess empty mm-hmm. yeah and that's when the other officer pulled his gun and shot him yeah and shot him yeah crazy shit man yeah you know like it's crazy how it escalated and it shouldn't even got ever got to that point you know the guy was just asleep so yeah. i don't know the whole thing behind it but it's it's unfortunate all around yeah. so now atlanta pd has decided to not answer 911 calls in that area how's that legal though I don't yeah, know if you're if you're if you're a police officer. But how's anything legal that's been going police on? Police department. Man? Everything. The world's upside down. How's anything legal that's been going on? Yeah. You know, it's just it's it's fucked up, and <clears throat> I mean, I just can't imagine. Like, can you imagine being a kid and calling nine one one because you need them and say some crazy shit's going down, and nine one one doesn't come through? Yeah. You call the cops or the ambulance, and they don't come by your neighborhood, so. Someone that you love dies because of that. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much hate you would have in your heart for people that work? That doesn't have a great as outcome. an authority. Yeah, it doesn't have a great outcome. People are gonna have a certain viewpoint. Even even now, like you know, the police. A lot of people don't have a lot of respect for police. But then now, if if you have the police departments not answering the calls for emergencies, mm-hmm. man, that's gonna that's gonna you know create a whole a group of people who are who are just going to have this hate and, and it's just going to that's why i'm escalate. saying you can't build on hate yeah it's going to be hate on top of hate on top of hate like we have to get to some on both sides somewhere where it's where we can mutually agree like okay i fucked up mm. and this is how we're going to move better like let's let's figure out how we're going to move forward together as a society yeah and I don't know if we've gotten there yet. I know that we're trying. Yeah, conversations, you know, have, and mediation has to happen because the way I look at it is sort of like if you're in a relationship and then you're, you're, you have a fight with your, your, your partner mm-hmm. and you just give them the silent treatment. It's going to escalate. It's going it's to, <laughs> it's, it's going to, things are going to be said, but behind your back. And then now there's this animosity between you guys. Because that devil on your shoulder is going to keep you talking know? that shit. Yeah, and I this that's the way I see it now. Where you know you have the police not answering calls, so okay, you're you're escalating something and creating this animosity with uh, with people that you're trying to build a bridge to, and that's going to create more, you know, dissension. I don't know. It doesn't it it doesn't look good at all. And that's the thing. Think about what the prices of real estate is going to be. Hmm. It's going to plummet. Everyone leaving. All the rich people are selling, trying to get. They're already moving into these suburbs. They're selling their their, yeah. their property in New York City, mm. which is unheard of. Well, that's the thing. Um, actually, there's an interesting article that I I read recently uh, from the Corcoran Group. It's a real estate uh, real estate firm in New York City, and he said even before COVID, pre COVID, there was a lack of inventory in in the market, mm-hmm. and. There were a lot more buyers um, right. than inventory, right. and that was driving up prices. Right. And they said now with COVID and everything happening, they said that there's there's going to be an even more lack of inventory, 
and they actually what? yeah and they actually no. said and they actually this is the article that I read right, right. so that's that's why I'm bringing it up because you said the opposite and I'm, I'm just bringing up no what, it's not a know, lack of inventory. the macro view of it right we're nah. seeing we're seeing no I agree with you because yeah. I've I've been looking at they hustling <laughs> no, I've, I've, I've been <laughs> and looking, they're saying oh we're lacking inventory they're hustling right I've been la- I've, I've been actually looking into lie. real estate myself uh-huh. and I, I've seen prices being cut Hell you know, yeah. Prices are going down. If there's a lack um, of inventory, that means that supply is low. Supply is low. And the prices will increase. That's what the article said. Prices will increase. Right. That's what the article said. Right. But when you actually look at it for real, mm-hmm. that's why you can't believe everything you read. Yeah. Because there's an agenda mm-hmm. sometimes behind it. They're not actually reporting the news. They're reporting something to make you think a certain way so that they can, it fits their narrative mm-hmm. or their agenda. So they want to make you buy more. Uh, they're going to tell you, hey, fear of missing out, supply's low, which is complete horseshit because if you look at the market, everyone's cutting down prices. How is the supply low? The way I see it, I think the demand is low, not the supply. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the real data in New York City, homes, lux- luxury homes between 5 to $10 million in that, in that uh, bracket are down... 90 percent that is crazy mm-hmm. crazy and when you're when you're at that level of money you're going whoa what's going on you, you think those people don't know people if you have five million you could afford a five to ten million dollar home like that you think all those people aren't talking to each other and going yeah hey run from new york city we have friends that are in that area that's telling us hey um you know, you might want to put your some your money somewhere else other than New York City if you got that much money. Yeah. You know, and then if you look at everything below that, you know, because everything in New York City is pretty much a million. If you want to get a decent homes, at least a, mm-hmm. a million dollars for a, a really nice one bedroom that's 600 square feet, right? As of now. But that's down too. Mm-hmm. That's down too. So you got to look at it. It's going to be a trickle effect all around. So I don't know what's going to happen. I don't. But here's the thing. I, I think the surrounding areas, those prices are going up. I've talked to my friends that live in these suburbs in the surrounding areas, maybe an hour outside the city, and their prices have skyrocketed. Mm. That's what's interesting. Yep. That New York City money and people are not even negotiating. They're you know, rich people. They find something they like. And they're looking at all the square footage compared to New York City. They're not going to give a fuck. They're going to like, oh, you know what? Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to like small potatoes. You yeah, know. I mean, those those areas are high demand compared to New York City. You know, people are, you know, like you said, people are flocking away from denser, uh, more urban cities right. for more rural and, you know, suburbs spaced right. out, more space. The world's upside down because at one point where people were going from the suburbs and they were downsizing to cities, mm-hmm. you know, because it was just uh, lower maintenance convenience commutes there everything they were so proud mm-hmm. to be in in, in a spe- specifically in new york city and now it's just like hell no nah, man i'm out mm-hmm. now there's a big shift now the suburbs is cool again yeah i i wonder where it's gonna you know how it's gonna shift you know the entire industry it's it's gonna be totally different in years to come because of covid um because of you know, um, inequalities, uh, um, between, uh, peoples. So that's, that's definitely going to change the, the whole environment. It's just bizarre. Everything's like 
backwards and you think one thing's one way and it's another way and you're constantly having to pivot and it's like once you think you figured out the rules they go ahead and change it on you all over again once you think you got everything figured out and everything settled shit changes you know and just the world's accelerating so fast in almost every freaking way it's, it's hard to keep up and it's you know people are stressed man it's confusing and it's it's hard to stay grounded and level-headed and in this day and age i think it's just so much information that's you're getting overwhelmed you don't even know what to believe anymore that you just give up on just trying to figure out the truth because you're being spun in all these different directions yeah but i i think like people should do their own investigation and and see it for themselves right and then on top of that even when they do then what make their own uh informed decision based on that and then that, and then the rules get changed again that's my point <laughs> that's my point right you make your informed decision and then you think you got it all figured out and all settled and then the rules change again something else comes up mm. and and you're like fuck no well we have to learn and adapt you know we're you know we're human beings but we're survivors right yeah so that's what we do. gotta learn and adapt you know there's so much tons of information that's coming our way some may be false some may be true some might be the reality for 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 you or not you know like like you said you know um the article that i was reading is not the reality that we're seeing so look we're we're a couple of weeks into the second half of 2020 do you think what's the over under here man do you think it's going to continue it's craziness it's it's gonna be constantly going hold my beer on every freaking news you know it seems it just keeps from from remember we started with the australian fires mm-hmm. this year oh I, I forgot about that already but yes the australian fires were a huge that thing. was yeah. at the start of in january yeah the australian wildfire and then and then we had almost we almost entered into world war three and then yeah kobe's passing mm-hmm. uh and it just kept escalating and one up on top of each other with the news cycle it's just been a very aggressive year yeah do you think second half of 2020 we're gonna see something more relaxed where all right the worst is over we have only way to climb we're gonna get out of this all right we're gonna be all right man this is Mm -hmm. gonna be it's gonna be all right we're gonna have a lot of good news it's it's gonna be the complete opposite of the first half I don't think it's going to be complete opposite. I'm not going to say, you know, everything is going to be turned to normal because it's not. Would I be um, foolishly optimistic to think so? Oh, uh, yeah, I think so, man. I think yeah. I think there's look, we can't we can't uh, dictate you know, what the, the laws of physics and, and, and what's going to happen in the world. Mm-hmm. So I think what's going to happen and I'm not I'm, I'm I will be surprised that there's no. There isn't a natural disaster or like a super hurricane. <laughs> oh, comes please in, don't! That comes please into New York City. Florida is going to get smacked. In, yeah, in the, in the states down south. Like, nah, man. I wouldn't be surprised that, that if something. Yeah, of course we don't need it. Oh my gosh! No one no. needs anything. You know, any you know any that more on top disasters. of COVID on top of I don't know how much more we could take if that happens. You mm-hmm. know, or yeah. an earthquake. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Now you got the West Coast all hurt. Wasn't like, there a recent, like a recent earthquake that that happened? But it was in the U.S. Yeah, in, uh, in the U.S. I think in California or something. But they it was an earthquake, though. It was, like, it was in like a, a major. It, it, yeah, they always get the. I'm, yeah, I'm talking about a major, a major you know, where there's like it looked like Godzilla ran through there. <laughs> the I don't know, man. I, I, so you think 2020 is just going to keep one up in? Yeah, I, I think so. 
2020 is going to be, be the gift that doesn't 20, stop. Yeah, giving. 2020 is going to be the year of you know disasters. I, I think, and then people will reflect on this, and I don't know. Maybe it will change where you know where. Yeah, you, I read an article that said that according towards. to the Mayan calendar, uh, we have about. Well, it said is it uh, according to the Mayan calendar last next week, mm-hmm. which is a couple of days from now from when, when I read it. It's the world's supposed to end. <laughs> oh, I thought that happened like years ago. That was supposed that they honestly. Oh, like, they keep changing the Mayan. It was apocalypse. like I think 2008. It was supposed to be no 2000. Uh-huh. It was supposed to the world was supposed to end. If you remember the mm-hmm. year 2000, it's going to be supposed to be a major blackout. Y2K, and Y2K, yeah. and all that stuff. And then I think again the Mayan calendar, uh, uh, all these uh, conspiracy theorists or or history buffs are saying 2012. So we got through 2012, all right. And then now they're trying to resurface, but that's such a quick timeline for them to say, hey, 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 hey. hey. Uh, usually they give much more of a lead time, but they say, hey, you have a week. <laughs> oh, we just we just found this out. No, we just uh, we just translated this little sentence in the tablet, and it yeah, actually says next. At week. this point, it's it's the boy who cried wolf, man. I mean, I don't know. That's um, a little sus to me. The fact that. <laughs> They would say, oh, next week. But I did read that they just found a humongous pyramid in, in uh, I think, Mexico, in, in the Mayan culture. I, I think uh, it's, it's, oh, man, I should have saved that article so, so I could reference them back. But it's this undiscovered pyramid, and it, it goes for miles. Is it underground? Yeah. yeah. No, no, it's not underground. Well, it's been covered by yeah. trees and mm-hmm. stuff, but I think originally it wasn't underground. It's mm. just been so many years that nature took over. Yeah. And covered it up. Like the pyramid in China. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I didn't hear about that. Was this recent or? No, 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 that's not recent. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's a pyramid in China and, and they blocked off people from going to go check it out uh, since, like, I think, two de- almost two decades ago. Oh, wow. But before that, they they were able to excavate parts of it outside of the pyramids and they found a bunch of terracotta soldiers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Outside of it. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, supposedly there's like uh underground, uh, lake that's, that's filled with mercury. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's a tomb for, for the old uh, King, I think back in the Ming dynasty. Mm-hmm. So I really interesting stuff. And, and they have a lot of theories and, and blueprints and layouts of what they think that's there. I never knew that but they found some beautiful artwork. Yeah. I never knew that uh, China had any pyramids. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Or is that though? the first pyramid that was discovered? I don't know if that's the first pyramid. I highly doubt it. Yeah. Highly doubt it. Yeah. Um, you know, at least to my knowledge, I always, when I think pyramids, I always associate it with Egypt. Mm hmm. Right, right. That's but my first connection to it. But, but what's crazy yeah. is that there are pyramids throughout the world. Yes, yeah, the Mayan pyramids, and yeah, right. And, there's there's pyramids in Mexico. There's pyramids in Peru. Right? Is there pyramids in Peru? Well, I know the there's Nazca lines, mm-hmm. and there's there's pyramids in China. Mm-hmm. There's pyramids all over the world, right? And and you're I'm going wait time out how did these people come up with the same was that the style back in the day to build pyramids and if so if that was the architecture uh that was favored back in the day and if they couldn't speak to one another supposedly right mm. then how did they all know how to build something so complex mm. 
Mm. Whose design was that? Well, if, if if it's like my guess, I would think it's like merchants who are and traders who are traveling between countries, and yeah, they, they share this kind of knowledge. Say like you get people that are sales, they're basically salespeople. So you get salespeople that travel the world. Mm-hmm. Call them merchants and traders, however you want, right? You got salespeople that travel the world. They're gonna know how to build pyramids. Well, they share they're that. The well, they share that information with kings and. Is that enough? Royalty. Right? Is that enough? Like, Mm -hmm. it's so complicated. At least to our knowledge. I mean, you got stones that needs to fit together like puzzle pieces. Right. Yeah. That weighs tons. Mm -hmm. How do you carry it? Well, the thing is, like, how do we know that the structure uh, or the build of pyramids are the same in each different country right they all pretty much have the same but they have the same they have the same shape but we don't know structurally they got how can big they ass the rocks built yeah. on top of big ass <laughs> rocks that does not seem humanly possible with the technology that they had mm-hmm. back in the day compared to what we have now to build it mm-hmm. if we go to present time and we took away our tools in terms of uh the trucks and the technology that we have to carry these stones which they didn't have trucks and vehicles like that, mm-hmm. then how the fuck did they do it? They, if you take it away they, now, we wouldn't know how to build it. Mm, There's no way. labor, we, right? I'm assuming the slaves and but if you look back, at the, back if, then. If you look at the timeline, that's, what they, that's the hypothesis around it. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the timeline, they would still be building it. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have been built. You say it would take lo- much longer with just like human hands to build. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't mm-hmm. have the they didn't have the uh, technology to be able exactly. to erect something. And now they're finding out that maybe it wasn't even built during the times of like going back to the Egyptians. Yeah, right. That it was it might have been there already before, like any, the Sphinx. Wow, they're saying it might have been there already. Mm-hmm. So now you got people that's even older that they're saying these structures may be even older than what they thought it was. What do you think this is uh, has any extra extraterrestrial origins? No, no. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it doesn't make sense to me why aliens would come down and help us build buildings. It sounds, it sounds like, ooh, yeah, they help us yeah. build this. And you know, I, to me, I don't get it. I know they say, like, is it like energy and mm-hmm. alignment, transfer of energy, yeah. and all that stuff? Then, uh, I don't know. I don't know about yeah. that. I've I've heard that uh, some pyramids are actually conductors of electricity. Right, 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 yeah. right, right. So there's some science that. Are, but why that would aliens teach us that though? To advance the human race at that point in time. If right? they wanted to advance, wouldn't they tell us to use like different materials? That's not. Well, maybe the materials like didn't that. exist at that time period, and then it needed. Uh, you know, time to move forward. Good point. For it to develop, right? Like, good you know, point. Because they, they don't mix... have chemistry at that level. And, yeah, exactly. And other yeah. digital technology. Mm-hmm. I okay, okay. So, so they would say get these big ass rocks and and stack them on top of one another. Yeah, yeah and then find the materials that uh, like a type of metal that you know can transfer electricity in your time period and build it within the center of the pyramid and this is how you, you know there's just how you put it you know so, position it so much mystery mm-hmm. to the past history that 
that like why did they like if you look at what i just saw earlier like uh, what i brought nazca lines like why the fuck did they build that like why do they draw lines that stretch out for miles of have you ever heard that i've, NASCAR I've lines? never heard nazca lines can you they have and you can google it right and, and you, that's something you can spend like an hour on easily <laughs> <laughs> yes but they have lines and shapes of there's one like a humanoid figure mm-hmm. and they're huge and you can only see it the reptiles lizards mammals uh all all over and birds and you can only see it if you're from an aerial view oh okay the shapes of it because okay. it's, it's huge it stretches out and these lines has been around for i i think as long as the pyramids or are these lines do they serve a purpose besides being no one knows showing sure. shapes or anything it has like to that? show some it has to have some type of purpose mm-hmm. like so at first they were like maybe there are lines for like water mm-hmm. or Irrigation. energy yeah and uh when they look back at it now they're like maybe it's not maybe it's for something else maybe that's a sign for the aliens mm. to communicate and right. i could believe with that with the old school old school civilizations mm-hmm. you know i could i could see that because think about it they used to kill people thinking <laughs> thinking that it's going to give them better crops yeah right so if you sacrifices could do, you could do that i could see yourself you know doing a huge graffiti on a floor going hey right. hope the gods could see this all the aliens are whatever they would believe that's, in that i mean that's super interesting because when you're t- talking to me about like okay they're creating these these lines to communicate to um aliens or ex- extraterrestrials and i'm thinking oh maybe they when they were looking at the stars they were looking at okay these are images or messages from 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 uh, another race or or, or, or aliens out in space mm-hmm. and so a way to communicate to this to the stars is to you know communicate on earth right right somehow was it the the great pyramid it's a there there was built in alignment mm-hmm. to the stars mm-hmm. so if you look at orion's belt and uh, uh the i think the nile river mm-hmm. and you look at the three pyramids it's if you go back to that time it it's in perfect alignment with the constellation of orion's belt mm-hmm. and the the river aligns with the milky way oh wow that's fucking crazy Wait, so, so so the river was man-made they they did i don't know yeah. i don't know that but i don't think so mm-hmm. um I, I don't think so yeah but it's just crazy yeah it's, it'd be crazy like it matches perfectly with the, the, the it, milky it way. Does. <laughs> look it up man i'm telling you it, it, it's it's pretty trippy mm-hmm. and if you look at the mathematics behind it uh, in terms of the shape and it, it's it equals pi. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. They actually use it wasn't they weren't just throwing stones like being cavemen like Argh. right. It, there's like precision behind it, mathematics behind it. There's mm-hmm. a lot of calculations and um, not only just to build it in this open field, mm-hmm. but we wanted to line it up with the constellations. We wanted right. to line it up with the stars. That to me is crazy. Well, it kind of like... I um, feel like there's something... There's definitely information that's lost that they had um, back in the day mm-hmm. and we don't have anymore. And it's not somewhere that it's been communicated to us. And I think if it was, I think it would be so valuable. I think all of us would look at life differently because they definitely figured something out. Mm-hmm. They definitely have a message. Right. 
there was a blueprint for for these bills like why did they do that there has to be a reason Mm. and it wasn't just egypt it was all over the place right you look at stonehenge yeah right there's also alignment there Mm -hmm. if you look at so many places throughout the world um uh, Puma, 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 Puma. You, I mean, it's. I'm not familiar with that. Uh, t- uh, t- Tiwa, Tiwakan. Like, oh, you like? I'm telling you, man. This is stuff. At first, I started. I got put on all this when I was watching Ancient Aliens, mm-hmm. and then I, I thought they were like bugged out. At, at the very least, it was entertaining. But what you can't argue are the is the structures. Mm-hmm. When you look at the structures, you're going, "Whoa, time out! Why did they build structures like that? It's crazy." And and some of these structures. It looks like it was laser cut mm. and they didn't have lasers back in the day so how did they have something that was so clean and precise to cut these rocks mm-hmm. and it's not natural erosion right so no man yeah and even in japan there's like a supposedly it's debatable but um what they found on, under the water and their scuba divers and there's footage of this online uh, where they it, it, they're arguing if this was naturally made uh, or if this was human made and it looks like a pyramid. Yeah, underwater. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. I forgot what it's called. I gotta brush up on my on my on my old school. So I haven't haven't looked into that stuff since like over a decade. Yeah. I, like after college, even during college, I was like really into that stuff. Yeah. And and I haven't really touched on it in so long, but man, it's so fascinating. Is ancient aliens still on TV? I don't know. They gotten kind of out of hand. <laughs> they, like the first couple of seasons, you were like, "Yo, that's some interesting yeah, stuff." They're I never connections knew about. With, yeah. with everything. And then you go, well, "Now you're stretching it, man." They started talking some crazy lizard people. Like not even they, <laughs> they, 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 they've gone beyond that. Where you just kind of go, yeah, "All right, now they're now they're just trying to get like ratings." <laughs> like like they're running out of shit. Like yeah. they're just trying to keep the season going. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, <laughs> I. That's that's the thing with like you know the the world that we live in. It's it's like a never ending tale of civilization. You know there there's there's so much story that you know we're missing that we kind of want to come up with these you know uh, connections with the past. Yeah. And how you know it plays out into the future. You know it's like and I get it, man. Like when you have puzzle pieces, you know you want to put it all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know you and, and you want to see what that that puzzle shows is yeah, it a because we want to understand we under we want to understand our purpose you know the that's been man's oldest question why am i here yeah so in order to do that you got to understand your past you know with all these connections and and alien conspiracies i think it's all connected you know with the pyramids um with different energy sources crop circles i think it's all connected what yeah i think it's all connected you it's know a, what? I it's get a single it, message. It, it does feel like there's no way this thing can be all random. I saw a lot of random shit. Mm-hmm. And I just don't, I mean, you look at it, the, you know, people tell me this is random or it's like conspiracy, but look, we have physical structures, man. Yeah. Like we have physical proof that there's a pyramid. You can't argue about, you know, pyramids and its purpose and mm-hmm. what, you know, the things that we do know, it's, amazing in itself the things that are not debatable now when you go beyond that now you go holy cow man you know that can be entirely possible that it's built for something else that maybe we just don't really fully comprehend yet yeah and that's what i find so fascinating it's the the mystery behind all of this stuff it's and and uh, you know it's unsolved 
Yeah, but that that also inspires people to have these crazy imaginations. What if it's not crazy? What if it's crazy not to have the imagination? Mm. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. To just look at it and just dismiss it. Yeah. And and, and it's sort of like you look at these structures, they inspire people to create something bigger and better. Right. right? Like, why would you build a sphinx? What's Mm. up with that? What's the purpose of that? And if everything they built had a purpose... Yeah, as it appears to be, they didn't do just something randomly for no reason. Everything they built had a reason. So why did they do that? Why did the Mayans do what they did, and why did the Mayans just suddenly leave? They were they were flourishing. Yeah, you know. So what's up with that? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just there's I don't know. I gotta you know what? After talking about this, it kind of reinvigorated my curiosity. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to see if I can update myself on any of these things. Maybe there's new information out mm. there. Maybe maybe that's going to be part of your recommendation, right? You know what? If you guys, you know, I could recommend for those of you. I mean, it's a little old, but I guess since we're on it, uh, if you haven't watched Ancient Aliens and and you kind of have a curiosity to, I guess that's a pretty good entry level way of getting into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, at least if you don't find it accurate or whatever, at the very least, that shit is entertaining. Yeah. So uh, I guess I kind of circle back and, and watch Ancient Aliens to kind of... I, I like the first few seasons before it kind of got out of hand. Uh, so the beginning seasons were more realistic. Me, when I started... Or they have actual science, yeah, yeah. you know, discovery behind it. Some of the subject matter that they have is actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So uh, certainly check that out. I think it'll be interesting. They cover so many things and and things that you may not have been aware of that's in the past... Uh, uh, the last piece i think i've seen from the history channel that actually had to do with something with history (laughs) yeah well yeah that's true actually now history channel has a lot of scripted stuff too right yeah right it's not what it used to be no it every now every every um docu's docu channel is 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 doing their own scripted series yeah yeah it's more lucrative well for my recommendation um it's actually was inspired by um by you about um, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Um, so I've been reading this book. Yeah, man. Yeah, I've been reading this book. Um, it's called Children, Children of Blood and 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 Ooh. Stone. Ooh. Yeah, and it's uh it's based on Western West African mythology. Okay. And it was written uh, by the author, and she was inspired by um, Harry Potter, and. Avatar: The Last Airbender. So okay. it has those elements. <gasps> wow. So it's different tribes. Is it awesome? Well, yeah, it must it's, be awesome. If yeah, you're it's, well, the the reason why I like it so much is because also it has a a strong female um, lead. She's a young. Why girl. are those stories so fucking awesome? When it has, I don't know why. Like female leads, I don't know. Yeah. They kill it. Yeah, and it's so entertaining. I love yeah. it. Like in Stranger Things, mm-hmm. yeah. Eleven, Eleven, strong yeah. female lead. Yeah, and you're like, heck yeah, and then. Um, Winona, Winona Ryder? Yeah. Amazing Slaying. mother. Yeah, oh, she's like, you know, man. she's relentless in finding her, her child. So hot. You know? So yeah. hot, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, a strong female lead. Um, so she's young and she's she lost her, her family and she's trying to get uh, a hold of her powers. You know, she's, she's from a long line of um, uh, diviners. So basically she has these great powers, but she doesn't know how to use them. And hasn't discovered them yet. This is a book. It's a book. Yeah. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna do an adaptation. To oh yeah, screen. yeah. I think I think they're they're going that to do pretty an adaptation. Hardcore. Yeah, and it's gonna it's gonna if they do 
uh, a trilogy or or some kind of epic fantasy it's going to showcase a lot of you know uh prominent black actors i'm sure because this is based in um well it's it's written by a nigerian american and it's based in uh, west african mythology so yeah oh, we see some amazing that, characters man. i'm yeah. all for that that sounds number one i love i love avatar the last ember and there is just fantasy genre in general Harry Potter you know? good fantasy there's good fantasy, some there's some that's like uh, Harry Potter's cool but Avatar The Last Airbender what mm-hmm. and, yeah. you, and you take two of those things together you throw a female lead yeah it's a perfect storm shoot yeah. man yeah. Uh, what, what's the book called again the book is called Children of Blood and Stone got it mm-hmm. yeah uh, that, that's a uh, okay check it out I'm still reading it Um, it's I think it's already a trilogy but I'm on the first book wow. is the series completed um, or do you have to wait? I believe they already have the second book out. Now, is it one of those books that you just can't put down? Um, like, is it, am I going to lose sleep? Like, if I start opening this and I can't, it's like, you know, one of those books where you just can't, you have to find out what happens in the next chapter. Got it. Yeah. And you can't close it because they, they always leave the fucking chapter open-ended mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, I have to find out what happens. Mm, I, I want to say like it always ends in a cliffhanger, but um, if you enjoy Harry Potter, it's, it has a similar, you know, elements of, of fantasy and it's like, they she did a good job of building the world and they have superpowers and everything yeah so there's different tribes with different powers oh shit yeah so it's very like like i said it's very similar to avatar the last airbender but they have the you know one tribe is able to kind of they're like necromancy so they can raise the dead oh shit yeah and they got walking dead type shit in there mm -hmm, oh my gosh but the thing yeah the thing is also it plays on elements of oppression um, because her tribe and her peoples mm-hmm. are, supr- are are oppressed by this um, tyrant king. Mm. So, and it, you know, and, and I was reading actually about the the ideas that came to her, and she took elements of um, different movements, like you know, the civil rights movement with uh, Black Lives Matter. She kind of put that in the book as well. So it's very interesting, kind of have that allegory towards the real world as well. So. And also another recommendation. I just I was on the way here. I was listening to John Legend's new new album. Okay, Big Love. Okay. Um, is it yeah, a, is it like a what's this? very soulful? Okay. Um, you know, it's John Legend. It's John soulful, Legend. Yeah. So I, when I was listening to um, his, um, I think um, his his is his there song. another ordinary people level type of, of jam in there? Yeah, it, it it made me like very hopeful for the human race. Okay. You know, I was just Got listening it. to it and it almost brought a tear to my eye. Oh, and just thinking about gosh. what's what's going on in the world. I mean, that, that John was, Legend, yeah. damn. Make I think people, he grown ass men cry. Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> I think he was definitely um, he was he already had plans to release the album okay. um, before everything happened with COVID and and everything like that. So, um, and I think he instead of pushing it back like a lot of artists he he decided to release it mm. without any fanfare but you know it's out there and i think it's an amazing album so great check recommendations it out. both of them yeah. awesome stuff norm all right i think uh thank you guys for listening and until the next one peace out lucky boys out <laughs>